Hey everybody, welcome to episode eight of the Youth Podcast. We are so excited that you are tuning in. Uh, I have kicked Hannah out of her job for this week and have taken the hosting position because, you know, she was kind of the primary speaker this week, so she can't be the host and the speaker. That's just illegal on the Youth Podcast. Too much, too much Hannah. It's a rule that I just decided right now. Uh, So yeah, so you're hanging out with me as well as Hannah and Olivia. And uh, we're just going to hang out and talk about what we talked about on Wednesday. And uh, speaker, would you like to give us a recap of what we talked about on Wednesday? Yes. I did not plan for this. (laughs) Well, basically, um, the three of us just had a conversation about discipleship. And we talked about a lot of different things. We talked about what it looks like to live the word and to know the word and how to be really intentional when you are being a disciple and with your relationship with God. And um, I forget all of Maddie's points. <laughs> it was something in line with that. I think we all just kind of bounced off each other talking about the intentional choices we have to make every day and how it's not always exciting or flashy, but we have to commit and kind of just make it happen. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so here's the question I'm going to toss up in the air and hope that you catch. Um, one of the things that we did talk about was that being a disciple and to follow Jesus and to know the Bible and to know who Jesus is, because that's the point of knowing the Bible is to know who God is. Um, It's beyond just going to church every Sunday and hearing a sermon. And it's beyond just liking a post on Instagram that had a Bible verse on it and saying like, yep, I, I know all of the things now because I've done those little things. That really doesn't take a lot of effort. And so the three of us have kind of all gone through the grind of figuring out, like, we know that we need to know the Bible because the Bible points us directly back to who God is, and we want to know who God is. But we also know that it's not easy, it's not simple, and we've all had moments where we're like, oh, why? <laughs> so in those moments that we've all had, because I know that all of our students who are going to be listening, they're going to, it's just a fact. Following Jesus, you're going to get to a moment where you're just like, this is hard and I don't want to do this anymore. Um, also because it's very much, it's very countercultural as well. So thinking back to those moments for you, how did you get through or what were the things that you may have done right or the things that you were like, mm, I may have slipped up here and if I could go back and do it differently, I would do it differently. Any examples? Um, what I typically do if I'm really feeling stuck or if I'm like, oh my goodness, the Bible just feels so on the page for me right now. Like I cannot make myself actually understand what I'm reading or translate what I'm reading in any way. Um, I shift to a different perspective. So there are a couple of writers, um, of theology or of Bible related books that I return to like Flannery O'Connor, C.S. Lewis, Philip Yancey, Henry Nouwen. And I find that each of these writers has a different perspective on biblical truth. So I keep on reading my Bible, maybe like a chapter a day, because the choice, the habit, the commitment is so important. But then I also read something that is a little bit easier for me to take in. I read a different perspective of the Bible, as well as reading the Bible itself. And I usually find in the season of being so stuck, like I'm in one now, I'm having a lot of trouble with the Bible right now, but I'm reading a book by Henry Nouwen, and I was talking to Maddie about this the other day, a chapter absolutely popped off the page, answered a question I've been asking for years, is starting to change the way I look at the entire world, and I'm like, this is the perspective shift that I needed to come back to the Bible now and think, I can now read this with this new understanding that I have, and I'm starting to get back into a place where I'm like, okay, okay, this is, we're back on track. So I think changing it up, there's no shame in that. 
like don't ditch the Bible, but take the pressure off and hear from a couple of different trusted biblical perspectives too. Yeah, that's a great idea. I hadn't really ever thought to do that. Um, it was mom's idea. Oh, <laughs> mom. Moms are always right. <laughs> um, yes, I have many moments where I'm like, I do not get this. Um, and I'm a natural doubter, so in those moments where I'm not connecting, I tend to then also start to doubt things, which is not <laughs> the greatest combination. Um, but I can't remember if I read it somewhere or if someone told me or heard it somewhere sometime in my life, but just the idea of, like, you have to keep pressing. Like, don't let go. So, like, if you're reading your Bible or you're praying and you're, you feel like it's very hard to connect with or you're not getting anything from it, that is not the time to stop. Like, that is the time to press in. Um, so that's kind of what I've held to whenever I am in those moments where I'm like, I am just not getting it. Or, I'm in school, so I'm really, well, not that you're only busy if you're in school, but I'm very busy, and so sometimes it's really easy to just sit down and, like, I'll be sitting there for 10 minutes, and I'll be like, I'm sorry, I was just thinking about what I ate for breakfast yesterday. Like, it's just so not there, Um, but I think the important thing that I keep holding on to is you show up anyways, and you make that time anyways, and you continue to read the Bible, and you continue to pray, even if that's just you sitting there being like, God, I do not know what I'm doing right now, but I'm here. Please, like, take this and do something. (laughs) Um, But the other thing that I'll do, which is not going to be a shocker to anyone, but is I'll usually turn to worship, because for me, Um, that's my best method of connecting with God. And a lot of times if I don't have words to say or if I'm not hearing any words or I'm just not getting it, then usually there will be one or two key songs that I will just like go to my room and I'll get my guitar and I'll just sing them like over. Like my family probably hates those songs at the end of however long it is. But I'll just like, usually those songs have a couple of key truths, like just like, one phrase in the song, like recently, it was um, from Hallelujah Down Below by Elevation Worship. And there's the one line, and it says, it's just, it's not even like a main lyric of the song, but he says, and all the broken people sing. And then they keep singing. And that, I like sing that song like just for that line, like for a few days, just because I was like, I just need that reminder that we're all broken and we're not perfect. And that's fine and we're not going to get it, but God still loves us. Anyways, I'm extrapolating now. But that's, that's usually what I'll do is like, first of all, just keep pressing and keep reading, even if you're not getting it. And then, yeah, I I would usually turn to worship and just kind of lay it all out and be like, God, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not feeling anything, but I'm going to say the words anyways (laughs) and say them until I believe them. Basically, it's like you, you said, well, when we, in the message, I think we were talking about it, you said like, fake it till you make it. It's like that kind of idea of just like pushing, like pressing in and not letting go until something shifts. Yeah. Um, I think you said some, you both said some really important points here. Um, okay. First with you, I, I've witnessed this firsthand with you and I'm sure some other students will have experienced the same thing with you in terms of you, you can get to this place where it gets hard and then you start to doubt, but that's the point when you have to fight so hard. And like, I, it's like you get the boxing gloves on and you're just like, I'm going to figure this out because there's nothing wrong with doubting. I think doubting actually can push you over that hurdle that you're struggling with to get you to the next thing that you need to know. So especially for any students listening right now, like if you're in a place of doubt, 
put the boxing gloves on and to fight, fight for it. Um, and don't well, give up. Because that's the point. If you don't fight for it, that's the point where you're going to lose it. Yeah. Like, that's the point where you're going to be like, I'm done. Yeah. So, like, that's it's so important to hold on. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, it's very important. And the act of showing up is a very important act. Um, just like you show up for your friends. Like, it's the same thing of showing up because you know that this is important. Um, and then the other part that we keep coming back to, because so Olivia, you talked about variety. I'm the same. I, if I get to a place where I'm bored, I'm like, let's switch it up. I don't care what, like I've gotten into watercolor painting recently. I, I don't do painting, but I was like, I just have to switch it up. And so then I'll put like really important words on it that have been re like resonating with me and then stick it in my journal so that I see it constantly. So variety is like a really great way to complement the Bible as well. Um, the one thing I was thinking of was, uh, so we attended the um, Therefore Gathering as a whole bunch of high school girls and their leaders a couple weeks ago. And I know for me, when I walked away from that weekend, like I felt really refreshed because I was hearing voices that I hadn't really heard and hearing perspectives that I hadn't really heard. Because like, as you were saying, Olivia, like sometimes you need other voices to spark a new way of thinking and to just like fill you up a little bit more because the Bible can get to a point where it's very difficult to read. And then you go through points where you're like, you just can't get enough of the Bible. So it's these like ebbs and flows of discipleship. But as long as we're intentionally like trying to grow in our understanding, that can look a variety of different ways. Well, and I think too, bringing it back to the idea of like that discipleship is a way of life and it's a lifelong thing. Yeah. Like it's not going to be, I'm a hundred percent intentional, loving my discipleship life all the time because there's nothing in life that's like always a hundred percent. So like if you go through the moments of you're like, I am not getting this or you're like, what is happening? Like that's yeah. fine. As long as you don't sit in those moments and let those moments like harm you in the end but yeah. yeah like it's gonna happen it's like it's gonna go like this and yeah. that's expected just don't lose hope in those mm -hmm. low moments um okay we're gonna finish off this podcast with a question that I'm gonna throw at both of you as well as myself and I have no answer for it yet uh on the oh, spot no. thinking are you ready for this no I'm terrible at this okay <laughs> <laughs> moment of honesty for everybody that's watching as honest as you want to get if you could describe where you're at right now in your walk with God, in one word, how would you describe it? Or hyphenate like five words together and we'll pretend it's one word. I don't really care. Can I pick one word and then explain it in a bunch of sentences? That <laughs> was a joke. Must, that was a yes. joke. <laughs> okay. Like four words came into my head at the same time, but the problem with doing it in real time is I need at least 30 seconds to think about it. But... The 30-second timer starts now. I'll give you a couple of the ones that popped into my head. I'm just answering this question not in one word, but one of them that popped into my head was, was fumbling. Like, I'm kind of just, like, trying, like, not in a negative way, in a positive way. Like, I'm like, I'm trying this. I'm trying that. I'm kind of, I'm doing it. It's, it's very messy. I'm like, I'm fumbling my way through. And the other word was committed. Because the reason that I got into that whole thing about discipleship is, like, being committed is because these are the choices that I'm making in my real life in real time. So I'm fumbling my way through Maddie and I are reading the book of Hebrews every day for a year, and January was great. February was pretty good. March so far has been like, oh, yeah, that <laughs> chapter that I have to read. So I'm fumbling. I'm getting there. Yeah. But I'm committed. I'm going to do it. I'm going to see it through. I think uh, this is, I hate this. <laughs> okay, I have mine. If you okay, go. Yeah, you time. go. Okay. <laughs> um, my word 
I, oh, I have to describe a picture. Um, I feel like Eddie, one I, word. I, I can't follow. <laughs> this was my, your instruction. I know I can't follow my own rules. It's fine. Um, I think I'm I'm nearing the end of a fight. So if we're thinking of the boxing gloves, I think I was through a season where there was a moment where some lies were being were trying to be very loud inside of me, and I had to fight real hard to hold to the the things that I know to be true and go back to. No, but God has already told me that this is truth and truth about me because the lies often are an attack on myself. Um, and so I went through a pretty significant season of just like fighting every single day, being like, no, no, I know this to be true. Like put the lie away, um, which is exhausting at times. And I think, I'm, I think I'm still like in the battle, like in the ring right now, still fighting a little bit, um, but I'm, I'm at the end of it. So I think, I think that's where I'm at. I think I'm also going to break the rules because everyone else before me has done it, so why not? Um, don't live by that rule, everyone. <laughs> That's a terrible rule to live by. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to steal <clears throat> one of your words um, and then also say a different word. But you said committed, and I think that I would say that word as well. Um, I was actually thinking about that in the car whenever I last drove, which was a long time ago. <laughs> um, but, yeah, about how... I feel like a lot of people aren't super, like, committed to their relationship with Jesus. Like, we just were talking about how it's, like, you have to be, like, all in and hold tight to that and be really intentional. Um, anyways, I was thinking about that as I was driving the other day. But I think that's one thing because that's – there's a lot of things that I do wrong with my relationship with God, a lot of things. But I think that is one thing I am good at is being, like, I'm, I'm in, like – because I said, like, I'm a natural doubter. I have lots of moments of being like, what is this? Like, what are we doing here? But I, yeah, I think that's something that, like, I'm very into my, into my relationship with God and being like, I'm going to wrestle. I'm going to wrestle in this with you, God, like, no matter what's happening. So um, to some extent, that's kind of what's happening right now because I would say my other word is shifting in the way that I think I'm in the process of recognizing some of the things that I'm doing wrong <laughs> um, and kind of realizing what to do about those and how to shift mindsets and how to shift ways I do things. Um, kind of like you were saying, I guess, is like shifting to truths away from lies that I've been telling myself or just not even lies, but just like things I didn't realize I was doing or living by. Um, so yeah, I would say committed and shifting, which seem very, I'm committed through the shifts, through the shifting. <laughs> we've, all got, we've all done it this last year with the pandemic, right? Like we're all, it's everything so shifting, but we can remain committed to where we're at. So thank you for uh, taking that off the cuff question. Um, I now want to leave that question with um, people who are listening to this podcast and to think through what might your word be and be honest about it. It, it doesn't have to be what you think another person wants you to hear. So Thank you guys for joining the podcast, episode eight. Uh, I think Woo! this is the part where I say subscribe to the North Park Youth YouTube channel and Instagram account and like all of the things. And Wednesday night at 7 p.m. is the premiere and the Insta lobby is at 6.45 on the Instagram. Woo, and woo, woo. follow Josh Black on Instagram because he does <laughs> um, reviews every single day and you should go watch them. 
and buy Olivia's book, Seeing Voices. Oh my word, Madison <laughs> Eckert is the podcast pro. And, you just, you can take over. And uh, shameless plug, I have a daily podcast that's out in the month of March and Olivia was totally interviewed on it um, last week. So you should go check that out called Mornings with Maddie on all platforms podcasts can be found. We laughed a lot. We did laugh a lot. And uh, junior high, junior high, that's the last thing. I'm trying to get to 10. Junior high is on Sunday mornings uh, at some time on 9.30 a.m. 9.30 a.m. And if you have any questions about anything in life, faith, or whatever, you should definitely DM on the North Park Youth Instagram account because the team would love to answer those questions and walk alongside whatever you are thinking about right now. With that, I could keep going on. Uh, we are going to close off this week's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And again, thank you guys for uh, doing this together. This was super fun and a dream come true. And yes, we'll see you next week for another podcast. Bye.